Hello, it's Phil Harvey here at the Fiber Connect show in, where are we? Nashville. And as, a, as we're getting later in the day, I'm going off topic because my interviews are falling apart. I'm getting really tired, but I'm very excited to talk to my next guest, uh, Autumn Nicholas, who is a singer, songwriter. Uh, I would say emerging, but you're pretty closer to being established musician here in the Nashville scene. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to me. I appreciate it. Of course, it. of course. Glad to be here. Um, so the, there's a thing happening at uh, the Fiber Connect show tonight, a singer-songwriter showcase. Can you give us a little bit of info on, on what that is and what we can expect? Yeah, of course. Uh, I believe we're going on at 8 o'clock tonight. Um, it's a bit of, I want to say we call it the Nashville experience. This way we're kind of bringing a Nashville songwriters round mm -hmm. to this experience. And I think everyone that we want to kind of interact with, we want to tell a story with a song. So the goal is for each artist to sing a song that they've written themselves and then explain why and where it came from and then sometimes where the song is going. So if they've written it for another artist or for if it's up for sale, basically, uh -huh. that's what they're going to do is kind of showcase what we've done so far and then maybe where they're going with their music. Excellent. Mm -hmm. oh, that I, I, um, it, it, when you said that, it just jogged a sort of a thing. I, I kind of forget sometimes that uh, because the music business is such a business that like so many songwriters are not just doing their own material, they're performing other people's songs yeah. and then they're selling their songs to other people and it's just yes. kind of a, I guess, a moving marketplace or whatever. Right. Um, in, in, the, in the whole, uh, uh, well, let's, let's talk about your music in particular real quick. Um, I want to know about your musical influences, but I want them to kind of be, uh, but maybe we could go into two different categories. Some that are obvious when we hear your uh, your music, and then maybe some that are not so obvious when, when we hear your music. Okay, um, let's do obvious maybe to start with. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Whitney Houston, a lot of um, Four Non Blondes and TLC. Like my mom and dad used to listen to like that type of music when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I, I like pulled different textures and tones just because the way they reach people through their soul sound, um, it kind of just reached me and it stuck with me for like high notes and low notes. Um, and then on the other scale of things where I might not be so similar, um, I really love, well, Tracy Chapman, I might be similar, but uh, yeah. Dermot Kennedy, um, okay. Ed Sheeran, uh, there's, uh, of course, when you ask someone, they forget all of their favorites. Yeah, well, um, maybe I'll ramble a bit and some yeah, of them will come, come back up. I mean, well, the, the reason I, I asked that in, in particular is kind of a lead into the idea of musical genres. One of the toughest things for, you know, is I've listened to damn near anything and everything, but I, <laughs> I love uh, discovering new artists sometimes that you sort of listen to and you go, I'm not really sure where to put this, you know, in the yeah. classical sort of things. And I think of you because you've got a sound that is soulful and it could be folk or it could be country. Singer songwriter is sometimes yeah. a category and sometimes it's not. If it's yeah. a little faster, it could be pop. Right. What is your thought on where you place your music in a genre? If you had, if you, if you, if you, if you own the record store and you had to put your your vinyl somewhere, what category would it be in? Or would you just uh, maybe sprinkle it around the shop? I would probably have <laughs> to break the album off in pieces and put it all over like genre. We just spoke about this, I think, a couple of days ago with a company called Black Opry. Uh -huh. um, they're um, a country-based. Um, 
company that is trying to really push country artists, you know, black country artists forward, but it's it's getting a little harder because we're all kind of individual lanes. So yeah. we are artists, um, we're artists of color, but now I'm realizing that some days I'm pop, some songs I'm country, some songs I'm, you know, soul. Uh, but I wouldn't be able to just go into one lane in a store for sure. Uh, but I think now I think we've settled on like maybe like a pop soul. If okay. that can like cross the line a little bit, that yeah. would be it for sure. Yeah, I think I, I think the, the the slash does a lot of work there. <laughs> I that, know. That work, like, that, that's I'm great. I'm trying. <laughs> one day they'll let it. Um, what uh, uh, what types of uh, music are you listening to at the moment, or what sort of catches your ear as you're uh, uh, discovering new artists yourself or, or new influences? Um, so I've been around a lot of independent artists right now, just because I'm kind of we're we're basically climbing the ladder together and. Yeah. I run into a group called Troubadour Blue. Um, they're folk, but they're like soul and folk mixed together again. Uh -huh. um, I've met Kentucky Gentlemen, um, just some amazing genre artists that exactly don't fit in a place either. And they're kind of on my mind and weighing heavy on my songwriting just because I feel like they're telling stories, but in a way that make it easy to sing, like sing along, but also there's a story involved. It's not just some something super, super simple, which most radio hits are pretty simple, which is fair. Yeah. Um, but something that has a little bit more gut to it is what I'm kind of interested in right now, um, truly. Cool. Does the uh, uh, do, does the material for your songs? Well, I, I know the answer, but for everybody else, the, the material for your songs come from a, a specific place, or or do you? tend to um, vary the narrative, you know, sometimes it's exactly true and sometimes it's a little bit of a character, you know, yeah. maybe a, a compilation of different people or whatever. I, I do think it's definitely a combination. Um, I think when I have to write songs specifically for someone or something, mm -hmm. you kind of stay in that lane that they want you to be in. Yeah. But um, right now, I think I'm sticking towards conversations that are kind of hard. I love to put them into music because it's easier conversation to have. If you're singing about a hard topic, people are more likely to listen. Uh, where I feel like if we're talking about a hard topic, if people are going to be like, oh, this is like a horrible conversation to have. <laughs> However, if I kind of sing right. a song or yell a song at you or yell a topic at you, it's, it's it can become something that's, I don't know, more kind of like a universal conversation. And um, for me, working with other artists, I try to adapt to what they need and what they want. I'm working with an artist tomorrow. Their genre is entirely different than mine. And it's more solidly pop, more country, country pop. And uh -huh. so I'm going to be writing more of that um, soon. And so I'm trying to understand both lanes of when I'm writing out of character and then in character. Right. So. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. How does I mean, because that's the whole, I guess, aspect of performance, right? Is like you're, you're performing to whatever, what, right. whatever the situation demands. Mm -hmm. um, what's it been like? So, I mean, you know, the, for, uh, the context of this question is, you know, we saw you perform here at, at this show last year mm -hmm. and it was amazing how, how much attention you kind of how you can kind of command the room. You have a, a, a great stage presence and the songwriting was 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 phenomenal and every and even in a crowded like kind of cocktail party people were actually stopping and listening to the music which right. i think is a great sign <laughs> um what's it been like for you in a city like nashville because this is both the most one of the most supportive places but also one of the most competitive for musicians and so how have you been finding it as far as um as far as the business itself but just also live performing in general right um, being here only a year, I think it's, I've played a lot. Um, in the first, I want to say three months, it was 75 shows I've played. And I don't know how many since then, but I think it was kind of like a give and take. I was fighting to get in, but then I was also fighting to stand out. 
Um, like you're saying, you kind of have to fight for that energy on the stage to demand a little bit of attention, but also I've learned recently that sometimes just being delicate and sure of something that you're doing yeah. is loud enough, which was really hard for me at first to learn. Um, I come from a place where I was just singing to people in bars, and yeah. that was really hard because I was just a jukebox, like a literal body of jukebox, and now I'm in a place where people want to hear the stories, right. um, but they also want to make sure that you're rising in caliber of like the stories you're singing about, and I think that that's... Um, I like being here because it keeps me on my toes rather than just keeps me feeling like settled. Yeah, yeah, so. that, that, that's interesting. How, how, because you play so many shows, what are some of the uh, more unique venues you've played in? Uh, you know, either either uh, amazing or nightmares, oh, whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing venues. I've played at the um, Old Red. Uh, which was really cool. It was really epic for me. Just the first month of being here, I got to play at an amazing venue. And then I got to play for the CMAs uh, wow. recently. So it was a yeah. fanfare stage. I think I got to stand next to people that I think I see on TV like more often. And I was just, it was, it was really humbling to know that as we climb the ladder, we get to be near and be in places that you wouldn't expect. Um, oh, a terrifying show was probably at this very scary bar that's still allowed smoking inside. Like we walked in wow, and it was that's, just- that's old school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, can we get you a cigarette? I was like, oh my gosh, this is the weirdest thing. But that was like the, but they were the nicest people, strangest place, nicest people. Yeah. But <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a, that, 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 that's a good combo, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see, okay, uh, to wrap up, uh, because you've got stuff to do and you've got a show tonight uh, yes. as, we're, as we're seeing this. Um, let, let's do some plugs, plug something that, uh, uh, you're working on or that you're passionate about or, or directly involved in and then to offset the ego karma plug something you have nothing to do with that you just okay. like. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So my plug would probably be uh, I'm working on a new single. It's called Made Yet. I know we're going to release it sometime this summer. Okay. And then I'm also I have my own writers around here called Be an Original. Um, the goal is to kind of intermingle artists with other artists that you kind of want to work with. So it's kind of like um, if they have the dating apps, it, yeah. I'm doing it for artists like to connect. So I'm like, oh, you would work really well with, or I would work really well with. And then you kind of put us in the same room. This way we're forced to create together. Um, so being original yeah. night something that we're definitely pushing to get larger so that other artists can find other, I guess, lanes to learn and grow from. Um, and then an unplug would be uh, Black Opry. Just truly, they're making a huge change in the world that I am a part of, but I think it's its own entity, and if you have any time to go look it up, please do. Okay, I certainly will. Autumn Nicholas, awesome. thanks so much for your time. I Thank appreciate you. it.